So when I got to the end credits at the end of Conjuring, the devil made me do it. All I could think about was the verdict. Now they say like, this is the first time in history that somebody went to federal court and said, Oh, the devil made me do it, your honor. And that was, that was the excuse. Not like, you know, uh, vert, like basically pleading out for insanity or something, or like it was an accident. It was like, Oh no, it was, it was possession. And then like at the end of the movie, a title card appears and it says like, Oh, spoiler alert for the uninitiated. It says, uh, the charges were reduced to manslaughter. And so then I'm thinking like, okay, I can imagine how the verdict was delivered. It's like, yeah, well, we can't agree that you were possessed by the devil, but we can agree that maybe the devil suggested that you murder someone. So, and then you went ahead and did it. We're going to go ahead and drop the charges down to manslaughter. Uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, tonight it's uh, week two of Summer Slash. It's a summer-long horror movie marathon on Binge Watchers Podcast. Let's jump into some horror movie headlines with the boys, and then we'll be kicking off a movie called The Greasy Strangler. And uh, disclaimer uh, for everyone out there, if you got children, don't let them see it because they'll end up in therapy for life. And if your wife sees you watching it, you're going to get a divorce. So, all right, I'll be back with the boys right after our theme song and some horror movie headlines next on Binge Watchers Podcast, of course. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Adam wanted to talk during the theme song. Now's your chance, Adam. Shout something at the top of your lungs. <laughs> oh man oh yeah hope everybody has a tasty beverage i hope everybody has Make something to think. drink it's a really hot night you know it's about 85 90 we had my boy shut off a ceiling fan so we can get some good sound some delicious sound on this podcast tonight my friends i'm drinking an energy drink i'm not gonna promote it because they don't give us free drinks but if you're listening uh if you're listening out there mountain dew we'd love to have some free shit to drink Yes. It doesn't even look like you have a, a label on that at all. Good job. Oh, it's got a label. I'm just not going to show it to the camera. You know, that's how you do no, that. I, no, I like uh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, horror movie headlines. Right. Here we go. What's new in the world of horror movies in TV and film? These are all films, I think. So, did you guys hear about this? The Nun is getting possessed in this movie? This movie called Agnes that's coming out? You guys heard about this movie? No, what's it about? Agnes. <laughs> no. It's literally about, like, the nun gets possessed, and so they got to go deal with the nun being possessed, which that automatically scares me because, like, your last line of defense between you and the devil is supposed to be the priest and the nun and their actionable items as, you know, exorcists. So if you're afraid of the devil, it's in the nun. You're screwed. What are you going to do? It's, sure. you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this it's going uh, to premiere. Water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. You guys should look up the trailer. It seems like it might actually be scary. Here's a funny one. Elijah Wood is going to be the villain in the new Toxic Avenger with Peter Dinklage. And everybody's speculating that Peter what? Dinklage is going to be the next Toxic Avenger. So I, I'm oh, down. He is, no, he is the Toxic Avenger. Is that confirmed? That, Did we got that's confirmed. That? He is the oh, star. Nice, nice. 
do they have a do they have a budget on this one like a good budget because this could be good i'm just it's gonna have it it's gonna have like 20 times more than the original or maybe well do you you know why it's because like all these little kids that grew up with trauma like our generation like watched trauma accepted trauma for what it was appreciated for one being independent filmmaking and two being so bonkers weird that you just fell in love with it from a fantasy perspective now we're all maniacs and we're a little bit older and now we have like money to throw around. So it's like, okay, this is what we I want in our that. cinemas. It's but what's funny is to it'd be funny to see what um uh what is it, Lloyd Kaufman, right? It'd be funny to see his perspective. I don't know if he's been interviewed yet about like um, Yeah. Like how he feels because he last time he went mainstream was with the cartoon. They changed a toxic avenger to toxic crusader, and he wasn't happy about how they changed some of the characters for the cartoon, and he had to deal with a network, network television to do that. Um yeah and and so but we have an interesting sponsor situation too we're being sponsored all summer by bullhorn fm which is kind of cool they're supporting the summer slash marathon there's a lot to do we're gonna be doing like live podcasts and a bunch of crazy stuff we're getting like inundated with all their marketing teams and having meetings and like you know the co-owner talked to us from hawaii of all places that just happened right before the podcast so um i guess i know we know what it's like to now deal with brand partners on a much larger scale but I don't know what it would be like to have like written the toxic Avenger and then have it get turned into a cartoon. And like, because they want to sell a toy to children, they want to tone down all the stuff that made the toxic Avenger one horrific and scary. And then two, there was a sense of humor in the later toxic Avengers, but they were for, it was for grownups and you know, teenagers, right? It wasn't for like, it was adult little kids. Yeah. Yeah. So he had a hard time in his book. He writes about that. Having a hard time to deal with like the studio interference. But I want a new Toxic Avenger. I I like Peter Dinklage. I want to see what's going to happen in this movie. It's time. I'm kind of interested at the idea of a big budget Toxic Avenger because even (laughs) if it's like ten million, that's still a big budget for a Toxic Avenger movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be the biggest kind of prestige actor. I mean, Peter Dinklage, like he's done Royal Shakespeare. Yeah. One thing that set them up. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. No, I got a free line for the movie for Peter Dinklage. The Toxic Avenger always pays his debts. What do you think? What do you think? I, I guess right so, after yeah. a big kill scene. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can say to that is some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Oh, that's a good line too. Do you know that yeah. line? Blade. That that line is from Blade, and it's because what's his name just wanted a line, a throwaway line, and that's the best they could come up with on the day, and that's what he said. So was, your, uh, your line is like on the same level. Never made sense to me when I watched Blade. I'm no, like, it's it's yeah. out of context. Like Blade yeah. didn't say that, but he needed yeah. a line, a jazzy line to kill. It's the iconic vampire. though. Every that's actually a meme. So Everyone knows. Yeah, it people, is. That, people yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah, um, people love the throwaway. This is a cool update. If you like horror movie directors. David Bruckner, who's got his hands in the new Hellraiser on Hulu that we talked about last week, is doing a movie called The Night House, which is like there's a widow and then she visits her her dead husband's lake house and there's ghosts of victims, potentially the husband's victims, right? Haunting her because she's there and all these murders happen there or something. Like mm. there's all, all this buzz around this movie. Anyway, I'm looking forward to The Night House. I don't know about you guys. Whatever. Sounds uh, good. Sounds cool. It's the first I've heard of it. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah. Nice. Not impressed. But oh, wait, maybe it'll be good. It sounds good. I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So like we'll... I've seen it before, but maybe it'll be good. Oh. Whatever. Breaking my heart. So we'll be back after these <laughs> messages with our feature presentation. 
We're going to go see what's going on with our friends at Romafen with their podcast, Orphan Black, the next chapter. And then also we'll check in with what Bullhorn FM is. What's going on with those guys? All right. So Orphan Black, the next chapter, is brought to you by Realm FM. They're a part podcast studio, part magical refuge. They're basically an audio entertainment company that creates original fiction podcasts, including official continuations of popular franchises, such as Orphan Black, the next chapter. They're considered like Game of Thrones, but for your ears. That's from I, I what IO9's review or whatever. Their official website, Realm FM, social handles, Realm Media on Twitter, and Realm Media on Instagram. Now, Orphan Black, the next chapter, it stars, of course, Tatiana Maslany. Rome presents the official continuation of the hit TV series Orphan Black. It's been eight years since Project Lita was destroyed for good, but not all is well. When a dangerous genetic technology is stolen and an unknown clone appears, Kasima and the other clones are forced to struggle to survive. Since her victory against Project Lita eight years ago, the original Sistras, Sarah, Allison, Kasima, these are the clones, they, uh, wow, they've been leading these quiet and anonymous lives, but it all comes at a cost. Kasima's unable to pursue the cutting edge science that saved her life. Sarah's out of Kira is suffocated by her mother's inconsistence on secrecy. And Charlotte, the youngest Lita clone, questions why her family gets to survive while other unaware clones get sick and die. And everything starts to change when the say IA episode shows up. It gets pretty crazy. And if you've ever wanted to check it out, they're launching the episodes. Well, they actually started launching them in April. The season two finale will continue. Season one finale continues from June 11th. The season two finale continues October. And spoiler alert, there's a guest appearance from Jordan Gavaris. And of course, season two is on its way, like I said, in the fall. Our official review, if you loved Orphan Black, you're going to love this. It's a truly thrilling sequel that captures the mystery, humanity, and heart of the original series. It says comicbook.com. And guess what? Totally agree. It's a stellar continuation of the popular science fiction show. You can learn more at Realm FM. And be sure to listen and subscribe to Orphan Black, the next chapter, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm tuning in. I love science fiction. I love Orphan Black. Check it out. RealmFN.com. Orphan Black, the next chapter. Now, let's talk about our buddies at Bullhorn FM. If you've ever wanted to join me and the boys and become part of the podcast, you're going to love this. This year, we've got a totally new way for you to experience Summer Slash. It's on the Bullhorn Podcasting app. We're going to be going live with three episodes. You can join in. Our first episode will be live on the 27th. You'll be able to ask us questions, chat with us, even call in. We'll be dropping polls on things like, do you think Tuesday night was a better Dream Warrior? Or was Patricia Arquette a better Dream Warrior? They played the same character. Which one was better at the magic? Let us know. Uh, a few weeks ago, Bullhorn reached out to us, and we saw this app and how, what we wanted to do with Summer Slash. And Bullhorn is going to let all of you, our awesome listeners, join in on the show and interact with us. We're super excited about it. So if you love binge watchers and you want to join in this experience, you can simply download the Bullhorn podcast app, search for Binge Watchers Podcast, follow us. You're going to get alerts and notifications when we're going live. And if you can't wait for us to go live, why don't you see what Bullhorn has to offer? Check out our episode. Fist of the North Star, the anime from 86. Our episode called Big Fist Dipper. It's on there. We added some trivia and some bonus content. Check it out. We put in some visuals, some polls. 
You can get all kinds of things to amp up your experience with us. Get the Bullhorn Podcasting app, follow Binge Watchers, and make sure to join us live. We're super excited to call Bullhorn the official home of Summer Slash, and we can't wait to have you join us on 627 for our first live episode with Bullhorn FM. Check us out. And now back to the show already in progress with our feature presentation of a movie called The Greasy Strangler. What? Let's bring the boys back in and talk about this movie all night long. Here we go. Gentlemen, what's up? What's going on? Oh, oh, this hey, was hey. a movie. This <laughs> was a movie. Let me tell you. Wow. <laughs> yes, wow. it was. Uh, wow. I mean, I, I, put uh, a, I, I put a disclaimer on right at the beginning of the show, didn't I? Anyway. Yeah, I, th- uh, I thought. But I've seen some. Oh, you actually own this thing? Oh, wow, dude. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, how do you watch this and not say that needs to be in the collection? <laughs> All right, so, so let's, let's back up one sec. One sec. Plot, let's tell yeah. the audience the general plot. There's an yeah. old dude, all right? He has a fascination with grease. He's got a grease fetish, so to speak. And then he gets so greasy that he starts strangling all his friends around him. And then he brings his son into the family business in more ways than one. And then they fight over the scrap over a. Uh, a female counterpart. Uh, that's it, it, kind of in a nutshell. All right, back to you, Nick. You can go ahead and get right into your diatribe on this one. I needed to take a shower after watching this, man. I thought John Waters was dirty sometimes. Like, this is crazy. I, even John was like, uh, you might not want to watch this in front of your kids or your lady because <laughs> yeah, she's going to look at you weird. And I agree. Like, I had to watch it like in a side like you know on the on the app you know it was oh <laughs> dude i, Dan, I can I'm imagine weird. i showed it to my wife <laughs> yeah well you own the damn thing i don't know how but that's the that's weird. <laughs> oh, i guess man, it's dude. a special order yeah it, it actually was disney was. on in the background nick disney here yeah i kind of did Disney strangler here okay. i had the, th- I had the thing like this i'm like oh i'm just Three doing something i'm just watching youtube over here that's all yeah <laughs> i'm not the only one it's so yeah. good yeah. Yeah, it was do crazy. You a, do you have a favorite kill in the movie, Nick? Uh, yeah, the one where the guy's taking the dump in the trailer home and he squashes the eyeballs and then takes the eyeballs and eats them later like he would like a meatball. That was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> See, that was the vendor. Like that was that yeah. that moment before he gets killed is like, "Sir, I cannot dip your hot dog in more grease. I could lose yeah. my license." <laughs> yes. That guy's performance was, was good. Yes. But the but the eyeball effects popping out were great. I actually I was cracking up. Like yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, the special effects are awesome. So Dave, you want to throw in? Well, you can. You it's up to you. Why don't you surprise us? You can either tell us your favorite kill first, or tell us what you learned about the movie. The extra bonus stuff you want to throw out for the audience. Well, I think we're already on the roll of kills, so we'll come back to facts because I got a few. Um, All right. Well, Nick, you you actually took mine, but I had a backup. Uh, So actually the very, I guess, first kill when he punches the the African tourist (laughs) right in the face. Sengalese. Thank you. That. What what double A just said, uh, Singalese. Oh, um, his yeah. face gets smashed like a basketball deflating, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and the shot is so quick. Him. But like, there's detail within the face. Like, you can still see the face within there. Um, I think the first time I saw it, it took me by surprise. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so, uh, and the effect yeah. is pretty. Um, God, I can go on and on about this movie. But double A, what it, what was your favorite kill? It's funny how many times Dave goes immediately before me and likes the same exact thing. And uh, 
I loved the the face punching into the guy because I didn't see it coming. I I, cu- I didn't know how this movie was going to transition from just being a quirky indie, uh, you know, John Waters ish film turned up to eleven. From that to like having horror elements, and but when he punched the guy in the face and his face like <laughs> it just got anyway. That was such a neat look. I, I couldn't even believe it. I got excited. Um, so I mean, that was my favorite favorite bit. Definitely. John, what, what, what did you like? Um, my favorite kill is the hot dog vendor. So I agree with Nick. Um, mm, I like yeah. that he has his own, he, he has his own little shop. He works on the corner like a hot dog vendor, but they take it a step further and he, it shows you where he lives in a motor home. Yeah. He is trying to defecate. And then the guy <laughs> reaches around and strangles him through a window and then takes the time to go into his little, uh, camper there, whatever, Winnebago, whatever type deal. And then like, he first rolls them in bread like meatballs and then sits down yeah. to eat it. And he's so the greasy strangler is like, it's almost like um, the the old dude, the dad, whatever he's the main character has like a psychotic break. And he's like two people. He's the strangler and he's the regular guy. But when he's the strangler, like he's sitting there and he's so satisfied eating the eyeballs, right? Like so deliciously <laughs> satisfied. Like he, it's so, it, it's a great, a great setup and a little great sequence. Um, that's that's my favorite it's kill. It's beautifully done. Yeah. It's so, a, it's a, well, I mean, that was my first, but then Nick took it. So. I'm sorry. Well, Dave, it was good though. It was good. Yeah, it was. It I, was. Yeah. Before we rate the movie, before we do Scream Now, Scream Later, or Scream Never, uh, Dave, I think you should tell us the extra bits before we get into the yeah, how we're going right. to rate it. Yeah. Uh, so this is actually. Um, Director Jim Hostings' uh, uh, feature dire- uh, directorial debut. Before this, um, I think he—he he actually no, I did. He did do the a bit in the Faces of Death, not Faces of Death, <gasps> ABCs of Death. I cannot talk tonight. Uh, he did a bit in the ABCs of Death too. Uh, those are good. Those are those are good. Yeah, I actually yeah. rewatched it today. It's a number two. It's G is for Grandpa, and it's a interesting little form. You can see where this movie came from if you watch that. Um, not exactly, but he was also a, a commercial and music video director for years, but this was his first full feature. Um, so actually the home in the movie, uh, didn't require that much set decoration. Apparently it was really that grimy and that dirty. Uh, they just found a home that was willing to let him film in it. And it was that dank and gross. So oh. they said the yeah. set actually smelled that it smelled like yeah. uh, mold or whatever. Yeah. Um, I guess I get greasy yeah. mold. Greasy. Um, the actor that plays Big Braden said he gained 15 pounds to do that role, which I guess brought more to it. <laughs> I didn't feel like that. <laughs> um, so actually, most of the grease, like when he, you see him slathered up um, or, you know, the big pots of it, uh, most of the time it's tapioca pudding, actually. So that's what they use for grease in this, <laughs> like when they slather everybody up. Um so, uh, you know, this seemed to, like, really help out Jim, uh, the director, Jim Hastings, or Hostings, whatever, uh, because, like, immediately after, within two years, he already had another feature film with uh, Evening with Beverly Laughlin, and uh, he actually direct, wrote and directed an entire season of an adult swim show called Tropical Cop Tales, which is actually on HBO Max. I watched a couple episodes today. I like the um, title. Sounds good. It's... It's it's very much uh, in tune with uh, his other stuff, so you know, hmm. it's on HBO Max. Check it out. Cool. And now we get All a rating, right, and and we're doing this thing where uh, instead of doing binge now, binge later, binge never, we got scream now, scream later, scream never, in honor of Summer Slash, 
it being all about horror movies, we're going to put a spin on all of our segments. So, uh, Nick, you want to kick it off? How do you rate this movie? I'm going to say Scream Never just because I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like dirty just recommending this to someone. Unless it, you're like, no, it's, you're it's that weird so, guy that I'm like. No, 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 it's for it's for a social reason. Yeah, it's for a social reason. Yeah, it's, it's a like, social reason. I'm like, I, I yeah, would yeah. never, I would never recommend that movie. No, it's disgusting, right? Like <laughs> me, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm gonna say never. <laughs> this and is I only do feel my dirty watching it. Yeah, I do feel dirty is, watching it. Come on. Yeah, this is only my second time watching it because it's hard to watch it one time. Yeah, so this you've is actually done this twice. Wow. Yeah. Credit, yeah. Yeah. And also, I don't think I'd ever want to watch it again. I don't regret watching it, but at the same point, I'm like. Oh man, I can't. I couldn't recommend this. People are gonna look at me weird. <laughs> so I feel like a fucking freak because I know. Right? I knew you were five do times. That. I knew you I've seen this that. like at least you know. Uh, wow, I've I've learned a lot about myself. Apparently, no, I say binge or excuse me, scream. Now I love this movie. This is freak. there's so few movies that get to be this oddball and actually get before an audience. Like I don't know. It's, I mean, come yeah. on, like the, the music, like we didn't get to talk about the music in this movie is great. It feels like a it Casio keyboard, yeah. <laughs> and yet it works for the, it feels like Napoleon Dynamite, you know, we talked about John Waters, but like, I don't know if it feels like John Waters tried to remake Napoleon Dynamite and this is how it came out. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. I love this movie. It's, it's just, it's one of the few, like, it's probably the only movie in the last 10 years that I've watched that many times. Um, Cause I just don't watch new movies that often um on repeat it's just it's just got my sense of humor it's very dirty yeah don't watch it with your family unless you're really fucked up i guess <laughs> put that on kids are like oh man <laughs> and yet you know what it is kind of a family movie at the end of the day like the father does step up for his son. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what's wrong with this, this family you got but yeah that's wild <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know it's uh, crazy Adam? that's great uh, well, I'm trying to retain friends, so uh, <laughs> I want to walk the fine line by saying this is a work of art that was worth making, but also warn people that this is this is for very extreme tastes, mm-hmm. yeah. and that it is it is uh it's worth a once through. Most of my enjoyment from this film came from the fact that I feel like I've seen it all, but, but the reaction I was getting out of someone I invited to watch it with me, <laughs> you invited someone to watch me. So, <laughs> what? Oh my yeah. God. I, well, nobody that, told oh me man. anything like, don't do that. So it I, wasn't didn't a date, was it? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, this wasn't like I some blind date know. or something like, Oh, I got this movie. Oh, Trying hey, to get to know each other. See, this is our claim to fame. I think Adam just hit it. This is how we take binge. We need to create a TikTok hashtag of like get somebody right. to watch Creasy Strangler with you for the first time and get their reactions. Just like what? Creasy Strangler Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> well, when they were walking out, <laughs> they just five minutes watch in more of this movie. Now, now they lasted for a while. I don't want to see what scene they walked out on. But I know what scene was- they got to. They got to the first car wash where when the first dangler shows up. That's when they walked out, right? Oh my gosh, right? Yeah. Or what about his no, what about his, I like, talked him into going further. Out. <laughs> I was like, surely the director is only showing that once for shock value. Just <laughs> just do just, it again. Just, yeah. just tough it out. It'll be there's some fun parts of the movie, I'm sure. The person watching it with you, had they seen penises before? Because penises don't look like how this movie displays them so i just want to make sure i can't answer that question I'm because sorry. the prosthetics in this movie are also grotesque 
So if you're yeah. advertising penises, you don't want to make them look like this. Yeah. So. They're pretty I wild. can't answer that. I'm sorry. I want to say scream scream now if you're really into really quirky, like absurdist trauma meets meets, you know, uh John Waters and the Napoleon Dynamite type humor all mixed together in one big pot. Uh, but if you so, can't take so it, far, scream never. Well, you're right. So far, the rating is pretty strong for a scream now. Right now is what happened. Is what's happening. But mine falls in between. It falls in between scream later and scream never. So I got to break it off into a scream maybe, right? Mm. So because same reason, like you're gonna get on a government watch list if you recommend this to the wrong person. So yeah. so. <laughs> So you, you gotta, you gotta be careful. Guys, I'm saving you, my ass here right now. Listen, you guys all put like yourself a, in the fire. Yeah, you're you're not yeah. gonna go like to the library and rent this. Check it out at your local library on DVD. Oh, I disagree. I, I think you need <laughs> no, to throw it on. I think you need to watch it yeah, on the computer yeah. screen at the no, library. Uh, oh no, you're you're right because there are libraries that refuse to carry this movie. The canopy. We try. I'd use use the canopy app in my neck of the woods, and you couldn't get it here. And can't. It's mm. available on canopy. Yeah, so, according to Roku, it is. Wow. Um, okay, so we can go into fan servers, but you know what? There's two Scream Nows, which means the overall rating is a Scream Now. Wow. A positive. Uh, it, I mean, it is definitely for a certain taste. It is not for everybody, but if it... It's if a lot of trailer. It, yeah. Watch the Red Band trailer, and if you say, I gotta watch more, then it's probably for you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, it's indefinitely a fun experience if you're attuned to something extreme. If you can't handle it, weird stuff grosses you out then i mean i would say avoid but but if you're there i mean this is a wacky movie it's got a lot of fun things happening in it so now take a moment to reflect for a moment we're talking about how gross and extreme this movie is and yet is there any actual blood in this well i guess there is out of the eyes but like Mm. this is not the most gory movie but everything gross about it is it just feels (laughs) dirty (laughs) (laughs) I think it's I watched overall, porn that's cleaner quality, than this. It, yeah. It's overall quality is revulsion and sickeningness. So yeah. it's it's it doesn't need to be yeah. gory. It's already devastating. Okay, we need to move on to uh, fan service. Um and we got two elements of fan we got two things. Um Scott wants to know if we got to make the next Freddy, uh, assuming he means um Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare. Nightmare on Elm Street. So if we got to make the next Nightmare on Elm Street, what would happen? So we'll go round robin this. It's your movie. I don't know if you're writing it, but you're definitely directing it. You, you've been given the reins of the next nightmare. What's your like? Give us a like. What's your plot? I guess, or what's one element you'd like to? I don't know how to answer this question. I'm going to tell them what my my movie is about, like the plot, because I have a nightmare about nightmare that I think would be my plot. But we'll go to Nick, Dave, and then Adam. Regular rotation. Back to me. I'll throw mine out there, and then move on to the second question from a fan. Um, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Nick. Go I've ahead. heard they. I've heard they pitched the ideas about the prequel. I've always would have loved to have seen that. You remember, like they were talking a few years ago about the prequel. I would have loved to have seen or have made the prequel leading up to what happened, yeah. and maybe getting into some of the dreams at the end of the movie where he becomes Freddy and starts stalking the kids. I think that would, that would have been my angle. Ah. Well, well, damn, Nick! Like just how Adam Dude, said just, earlier that yeah, no, no, but, but, but seriously yeah. though, like <laughs> I, I've said this forever. Like I want to see a Freddy movie, a sequel, excuse me, a prequel, but no supernatural element whatsoever. Just the child. I mean, let me be clear: I don't get off, yes. or I don't want to see children killing. But he was a child murderer, so like, just make it yeah. like seven or like 
Heck, if you want to go super arty and say back to the 1930s the movie M, which was about the first kid serial killer, like make it a detective story. Make See, it, I, I, I think they're afraid to do that because Nightmare is so mainstream for horror and Freddy's such a comic character now that like I think they're really afraid to pull that trigger, you know? So, I, yeah. I think they should take the chance on it. I mean, who if it'll ever happen, who knows? But like, I'd like to see a semi-serious Freddy movie or like a, you know, a serial killer movie. Like I said, make it like Seven, but with Freddy. Totally agree. So I would, hate to, all... I would hate to see it go down Park Six route or something. Yeah. You know? So right. is that also your answer then, Dave? You guys yeah, are making the same move. Okay. We're gonna say we're prequel. Like me and Nick. We're, we're directing that. it together, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you're directing it, Nick, and Dave's writing it. There you go. I guess so. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. There we go. All right. Uh, you're up, Adam. Adam. What's your friend? Well, Freddy I just Kruger you know, if they're gonna make a pre- prequel to it, then and it's not time gonna out, be these out, other guys' time out, idea. Time out. Time out. Time out. Don't deliver another prequel. And also, this is your movie. That's your which, movie. Yeah. Which nightmares? Have, have you seen a Nightmare on Elm Street? Do you? Yeah. Have I've you seen? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because the other day yeah. you said you hadn't seen um yeah I hadn't seen seven, the two right? specific well, ones oh, so okay. Okay. sorry right. guys uh no so the one I'd like to see is like the end of like Freddy's court trial it starts out on the court trial and uh, oh. so you don't actually have to see save all the political flack with like comes with like children deaths and stuff. And then so it's just him getting getting uh, electrocuted and turning into the thing and then how they bury him and and all the weirdness that might uh, happen along those lines. And then you can go right into the same formula that they were doing before with his first <laughs> nightmares. Guess what? You, they, you know, they made, they've already done not, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, they I, made I, that movie. I'm, it's hear, called I'm, I'm hearing him say that. Yeah. <laughs> just, okay, thank no, you. No, I wasn't the no, only but one. They actually, like, no, they actually, they actually did that in Freddy's Nightmares, the TV series. You know that, right? That's right. The well, Freddy's, I mean, the I did see that when I was little, so maybe exactly I'm what he described. Actually, that's crazy. So Freddy's Which nightmares is also the, the Crypt Keeper's origin story in yeah. an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Well, in Freddy's Dead, you see that how they hunt him down, and like one of the early sequels, I think maybe shows part of it. But in Part Six, they they chase him to his house and burn him. They burn him in his workshop or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. um, so actually, anyway, so they I'm gonna they execute the him extra ju- judicially. They don't like. Yes. There's no he, trial. He gets, that was no, no, justice for sure. That's why he comes back to get revenge on the children because he comes back and originally goes after the the children of the people that executed them. But in the Freddy's so, Nightmares one, they do it. Oh, so he was lynched. Yeah, uh, yeah he got yeah, lynched. I'll, I'll the pilot. Uh, yeah, burned alive. Anyway, mine's a little bit drastically different. Maybe so. I'm sure every little kid, as they watch Freddy movies, has nightmares about Freddy. I just assume so. I had several, but one of them was very specific. I'm at a house party. There's a painting. Freddy is trapped inside the painting and then comes out of the painting, right? So it's a little bit like a like a like Wishmaster mixed with Freddy Two because Freddy Two he's alive in the real world in Freddy Two, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but for some reason Freddy's in a painting and then gets out of the painting and then that brings him back into like nightmare killing. But he's go he's fluid. He's going in and out of reality, right? So he's mm-hmm. in dreams and the real world, which is like a couple of the other sequels, but um. Because it was based on a dream I actually had, I wanted to develop that movie. Um, the only other thing I read recently about nightmares was like, and I didn't know this, James Cameron supposedly wrote Terminator because he had a nightmare of the flaming skull. He saw yeah, a metal yeah. skull burning in his nightmares. And this he started tightening that up. Yeah, so. All right, can, um, I, can I add a gag to John's real quick? Because he just gave me an idea for a kill. 
You gotta have <laughs> since he comes out of the painting, he's gotta slash somebody, and there's gotta be a paint by numbers where all the blood just forms a painting. Oh, that's pretty cool. The only problem with my plot is I'd have to explain the reason why he's trapped in the painting. It has to be a really good reason, you know. Um, the only other element of the story that I know is there's a therapist in a haunted house, so maybe it's like a property that Freddie o- lived at or something. I don't know. And there's like a family relationship, some kind of relationship, but they did that maybe too, so. It wouldn't be otherworldly. <laughs> um, all right. So, oh, the other fan service thing was, where did I actually find Blood and Donuts? Because I, I went back and played this because I was like, did I not tell anybody where I found this movie? I don't no. think in the last episode I said where I found the vampire movie Blood and Donuts, which has David Cronenberg in a bit part um, as the crime boss dealing with the vampire. So uh, it's on Roku. Of all places, it's on the Roku channel. It's in their catalog for some reason. So, <laughs> hmm. yeah. Right. So, yeah, you can play it on a Ro- If you have a Roku device or access to the Roku channel, you can play it there. That's where I found it. Um, all right. So, scary <laughs> picks of the week. They're like staff picks, but they're horror movies only because it's Summer Slash and that's what we're doing. Uh, Nick, need if somebody needs something to watch, what can you recommend? I dived into the Hellraiser series and I went for part three, Hellraiser 3 hell on earth and it's it still holds up pretty well it's a good one it's it's the last of oh i think the series is still pretty good and then after that i think it kind of goes downhill every time somebody talks dave adjusts his chair like he's a power moving he's like ooh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my for a pen (laughs) i'm basically saying you have a squeaky chair dave it's annoying (laughs) oh well um i will be aware of that <laughs> so what about, oil. what about you Dave? um wow that's a good choice i love that movie um i watched um this weekend actually i watched um the spontaneous combustion teen movie spontaneous which actually was a lot of fun i don't know if you guys have heard about this but um, never basically there's a high school where all of a sudden kids just start exploding and uh they like yeah for no reason okay no yeah they never figured out um but like they um these two teens fall in love because they're like quarantined for a while like it's so weird how the world plays into what our entertainment is but this was clearly made before covid but they're quarantined and these two kids fall in love but everybody's exploding around them and they can't figure out why they're trying to figure out medications to stop it nothing does um and for a movie as bloody as this like it still has a lot of heart (laughs) So, you know, it's kind of, it's a, it's a fun movie. It's, it's really good. And it's really witty. I don't know. Check it out. Spontaneous. It's on Hulu and Amazon prime. I think once a lot of teens explode has a lot of heart. Yeah. Sometimes (laughs) on the outside (laughs) in the face. uh, uh, Oh, nice. Uh, Well, I went, I know it's been mentioned on the podcast before, but uh, I went back and I started to watch uh, the Castlevania series on uh, Netflix and I heard bad things, so I didn't. I never watch it. I'm thoroughly impressed by the first couple episodes. So hopefully, it. I know John has an opinion on that, but I remember I John know, was got, watching like it at one point. I like it. There's one season that I don't like, but the latest season, which ends the series, was redeemable. First season's amazing. They they take some stuff out of the video game for season four, which is freaking awesome. So it's cool. Oh. Wow, that's super cool. I can't wait to get to that stage with it. 
Uh, also, your Bizarro thing that you like to watch, Bizarro JoJo, whatever it is, definitely yeah. borrowed from Castlevania. Yeah. Or vice versa, maybe well, Castlevania I, borrowed from that. Vice one. versa, because that thing's old. All right, except for the new season. <laughs> oh, okay, well. <laughs> well, yeah. the new season is old. Like, it just took them forever for it to catch on and to dub it. Because the reference in it is like... It's like the 90s. It's crazy how old it is. I mean, it was a game on Sega Genesis. I don't know if you remember. Castlevania? No, no, JoJo's Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, uh, vampires are generally generally my favorite monsters. So I found Innocent Blood got posted to stars. So I went back and evaluated that one. That's one where there's a female vampire who's actually like sympathetic. She accidentally infects a crime boss and he becomes like a notorious vampire. And then she hooks up with like, I think a human detective and they kind of work together to get rid of the mafia boss who like takes over the neighborhood as a vampire. It's pretty interesting. I have um, always wanted to see that one. I really have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Innocent Blood. So it's on Stars right now, which you could watch. You could actually watch with our link on our website if you wanted to hook yourself up with a free trial of Stars. I also watched Pandorum, which is the sci-fi cannibal uh, trip movie. So um, there's that. Um, that's it. That's it for now. And we'll be back with more Summer Slash next week. So, John, what are what are the future creepy attractions, John? Uh, we're watching a movie called Death Spa, where apparently people die oh. in a spa. Oh, I've so, always wanted to watch this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've actually been dying to watch this. Okay, good. This, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to so, this. So, while that episode won't be live, we'll probably release that as a video. Dave has suggested that we somehow figure out how to record in a hot tub. And I don't know, <laughs> logistically, one... I don't know how to make I that sound good because the hot tub jets will be like the whole time we're recording. And then also we might get electrocuted trying to podcast from inside a hot tub. But initially the idea was sexy. I appreciate him being dangerous and throwing sure. it out there. I could beyond that. Twitch have figured it out. I got a pool of this. Guys, I got a pool. Do you really want me to do it next week from a pool? I can do it. If you can do it and make it sound good, go for it. I'll do a test so, so this week, far, okay? We'll test it. Okay, I'm down. My, we'll see. My impression is that Dave really doesn't like apps, but he's thrown out, we need to have a TikTok, and now we also need to have a Twitch, apparently. And I'm not doing that work, so if you guys want to TikTok yourself... I just, no, no, I didn't week, say we need ahead. a Twitch. I just said Twitch people have figured out the hot tub conundrum. Mm. <laughs> wow. I'm well, not going to be playing video games all day for people's amusement. Why not? 14-year-olds are getting paid millions to do it. I mean, if you want to watch a guy get like high blood pressure and throw his fucking controller across the room, sure, I'll do a Twitch, I guess. That's all I need. Wow. (laughs) Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I'm just pissed off over Tetris. I like the, oh, well, Tetris Attack, definitely. But uh, so we're going to build our hot tub pod machines and then be back next week. Is that the plan? Yeah, I guess so. Somehow we're going to fake a hot tub. I don't know. <laughs> hot tub pod machine. That's going to be an episode uh, episode name in the future. I guarantee. Hot tub pod wow. machine. Guys, I'm really stoked on your pick for next week. I'm actually 
I've heard many good things about this movie. Yeah, so I'm ready. Anyways, stuff got real, guys. Do you agree? Sure. Uh, I think so. Or no, or no, not to get too real. Well, it got real greasy. Greasy, yeah. Played the music so much, you people who are listening, go home, get off the podcast already. You love us that much, then come back next week. We'll have more podcasts, but that's it. <laughs> go away, stay tuned, whatever. Drink your own energy drink. It's the middle of the night. Get on with your get lives. Gre- Watch a horror movie, something. Get greasy. Stay Put greasy, my friends. Stay <laughs> greasy, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Real greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Don't ever recommend this to anyone. They're going to look at you weird. Trust me. Yeah. 